Welcome back. This is Nikki B. Real Tea. This is real talk about real estate, and I am all the way into this next topic. I want to talk about how long it takes to close on a house. I'm going to dive deeper into this because I've kind of skimmed it. I've generally talked about it before, but today I want to talk about it in depth and um, go a little bit more and give you some scenarios and kind of give you everyone and a, a more in-depth look at what you're going to expect. Okay, so um, <clears throat> yeah, buckle up your seatbelts. We're gonna dive into this after I take this phone call. Okay, business done. That is the life of a realtor. But that was all my fault. I should have had my phones off in the first place, but it was so perfectly timed, I left it in there. So, okay, we're talking about the entire in-depth closing process. We have gotten under contract. Okay, these are some of the things that I went through every step the last time, but this time I wanna talk about how long it takes, okay? Because many times we'll write the contract and it's 30 days, right? But it's other things that can extend this. It's 30 to 45, maybe even 60 days, and then if it's some other kind of thing that happens because things happen, then it might push it out months, okay? So, I'm not saying that that's typical, but it is things that we should expect, okay? So, once you're under contract, immediately, and people need to understand, your lender, when they give you this pre-approval letter, that's not it, okay? That is just preliminary information that they gather from you. It, this process is way more in-depth. They are going to ask you for additional information, um, as soon as the seller accepts your offer, you can go ahead and just ask the lender for a list of everything that you need before the closing because it is going to be a list. And if, if they don't already provide that to you, every bank, every lender, broker, all of these people have different processes. It's not just one process, but you know you need to understand that that's not it. That pre-approval letter is not like that's it you need to go in it's a whole mortgage process and um within three days after we get under under contract they they you know you go on and start that process the lender must give you an estimate of your loan um or any other material changes or scenarios just you need to expect this right after we get under contract okay um the estimate that the lender provides you that's going to tell you that full cost of your loan as well as closing costs okay um many people look we're going to take this step by step so so one thing that needs to be said at the very beginning there should not be any changes to your credit or income situation all of that needs to be stable until you close that home. So we all know we want to go and get brand new furniture. We might want to, you know, something might happen to our car. 
Hopefully not. We need to go and buy another vehicle. We're already under contract, so we think it's all good. No, this can change everything, right? Your debt-to-income ratio will skew, and then things can change, and this can, it can potentially change the whole closing process or stop you from being able to, to buy that house. Now, every situation is different. I'm not saying that it, it will, but before you make any purchases or changes or, you know, you decide that you can't, you just can't take it anymore at your job, talk to your lender and find out what kind of implications would you have if you were to make that change. Okay. So within seven to that, that's the first one to seven days, then seven to 15 days, we're shopping for title insurance. We're now if you work with me or any other realtor that's on top of it. I'm going to give you a task list. Um, <clears throat> it, it, if you work, if you're working with um, other realtors, that's just like, okay, yeah, this is what to expect at different times. Then they'll kind of give you their processes, but things that you should expect. And if you haven't gotten anything like this, unfortunately, I don't want you to have to lead the pack, but Hey, you know, if, if that's the case, you should just un understand this is what your expectations are. So we, the lenders title insurance, the you need to go ahead and start shopping homeowners insurance um, immediately once we get under contract if you're working with me i'm already sending you referral lists for um for the different service services that we need to get like your home inspection your termite inspection i just have a, a list of things that needs to be done so um, so that will be the first seven to 15 days. We're knocking that out. If anything comes back, then we are negotiating. Um, so also things that you should expect. And we talked about this when I had the other closing process episode earlier on, you're going to get a appraisal report. Your lender typically is who's going to take care of ordering this appraisal shortly after they get that. Um, loan estimate and you've gone through that application process turning those documents they're going to go on ahead and get that appraisal ordered this normally takes about 14 to 30 days okay so um so okay so it can go ahead and get ordered earlier but we have to wait till the appraiser goes out to that property and they're going to have to appraise it the appraisal process takes time. I would love to have an appraiser come on and explain to us what all goes into that process. But um, but yes, the appraiser will come out and, and give us an appraisal. If things come back differently, then that's when we have to tackle that at that time. And then um, depending on your realtor, whether you wrote in um, contingencies for that, then we'll have to negotiate from that point. But um, so that's what we're expecting. That's going to be, that's going to, sometimes depending on your loan type, the appraisal that's used, that can go all the way up from, you know, 10 days all the way up to possibly 30 days to get that appraisal back from the appraiser. So, um, so yeah, so that's, that's something that, that needs to be done. And that's going to take that period of time. And sometimes it just, it, 
it's out of our control. <laughs> so how long those things take to come back. Um, so, um, yeah, I mean, just if it's a very active market, then there are appraisers that are super backlogged and it just, it's a, I mean, it's a timing thing. So, um, so that could be one of the reasons why we get pushed out a little bit because it'll take extra time. Okay. So that's the appraisal report. We've talked about the home inspection and the different concessions that we may need to negotiate if it comes back differently. Uh, we're going to be top shopping for the title insurance. It's going to be about seven to 15 days while we're talking about closing services. We also talked about ongoing throughout the whole process. We want to make sure that we keep our credit and our income situation stable and you know ongoing throughout the process the lender is going to be sending you information and requests and different paperwork that needs to be completed by either you guys or whoever's purchasing the house or your realtor or you know they might want other things as well so just that's ongoing through the whole process the next thing to watch out for is um, I mentioned it earlier, but the, to give you the timeline, shopping around for homeowners insurance. We want to do that closer to the beginning of the process. Um, the average time about three to 15 days, three to three, I say three to 10 days. This is one of the easiest things that, that needs the steps in that closing process, especially if you already have a relationship with an insurance company that offers homeowners policies, you know, you definitely, um, you know, can easily reach out to them or, you know, it's a lot of different resources online to kind of shop around. So, um, I mean, most of the lenders require for, um, for buyers to have an insurance policy, you know, until that whole loan is paid off and then it can get built into your mortgage. And we can go into that. And that could be some of the questions that we ask one of the lenders that come on to the show, but definitely looking out for that average time. I'll say that's one of the first things, easiest steps, going to get that done three to three to seven days towards the beginning. Okay, so ongoing throughout the process, we mentioned it, um, I'm gonna mention it again. We are looking out for um, loan estimates, updates, different things like that, that might come before closing. Okay, the lender sometimes performs another credit check. There, there. That's why I say ongoing through the process. We don't want to go and purchase any new furniture. We don't want to go and buy anything that's going to disrupt or that that needs to be financed. Okay, or or large purchases because especially if you got your your loan through your bank, which many people go through, they're watching your account balances and you don't want to shift a whole lot of money i'm not talking about your earnest money okay um i'm talking about large sums of money uh 10 20 30 you know whatever other than whatever your down payment is going to be if you have a down payment okay so we want to we want to keep our income we want to keep the savings we want to keep our credit stable <laughs> <laughs> ongoing throughout the whole process okay all right and then um i mentioned it but let's talk about it earnest money that is coming through in the first two days if you have if you negotiate it in your contract and it's going to be an earnest money deposit 
then um, sometimes in our market, average, especially when the market was all um, going all crazy, <laughs> we were looking at on average like 1% average earnest money to be competitive because it was so many people trying to purchase in this area. But, um, but if you did, things are changing. Um, so if you do have an earnest money deposit of any amount, then that should be um, deposited. I always urge people to have a closing attorney, let them hold it. But whomever ho is holding your earnest money deposit, then that should be given within that first one to three days. So that's early on in the process. And then final walkthrough. Okay, we've made it through all of the hurdles. We're already, we're close to the end. That's going to be about three days towards the end we want to make sure that if anything was requested request for repairs period of time after your home inspection then we want to make sure that all of those things are done i do things a little bit different i don't wait until the last minute because if it was big things i want to just steadily be checking hey did you guys want to take care of that hey you know, don't forget that we have this and we're closing on this day, so the seller needs to take care of it. Um, but, you know, everybody does it differently. We're going to do a final walkthrough one to three days before closing to make sure those things are done that we negotiated. We want to uh, make sure that everything is clean out. Did they do any damage on the way out while they were moving their items out that we did not see? Right? Uh, sometimes if the house is occupied, we didn't see that it was a big hole behind the sofa, right? Because the sofa was sitting there. So final walkthroughs are great. I do encourage my buyers because I want my buyers to be happy. It's not about purchasing the house. It's about trying to find you something that you want, okay? That you love, that fits you. And so we don't want any surprises. So final walkthroughs help make sure that things go slow go smoothly now last minute things that pop up it can delay this closing process so um even though the final walkthrough is about one to three days yeah we can do it three days out from closing um or two days or even the day of but i just you know now let's say it's a new build and um they have their own processes uh that you can't do a final walkthrough most times, I'm sure you can, but most cases with new construction, they're doing the final walkthrough the day before because they have other built-in processes because you're meeting with their builder superintendent a week before, uh, walking through, doing a punch list, doing a blue tape walkthrough. So they have their own processes where you, you're seeing the end result on a more regular basis. But if we're building, if we're buying a, per, uh, a house and it's a 30-day or 45 day situation it's a pre-built home and we're buying it from just a seller then yeah we need to have a final walkthrough and we need to make sure that these things are are done that we negotiated okay so um so that's that we're also uh reviewing documents before closing um the average time about three days the closing agent which is your closing attorney, your title company, they, they must send us a final loan disclosure at least three business days before we're scheduled to sign that paperwork. Does this time get kind of skewed? Yes. <laughs> we're trying to push and it's last many changes or issues got found and you know they have to edit things. 
then yeah, it might go down to like the day before or um, two days before. But yeah, we we have to get it within that three day period, four day period, to so that you can see that final loan um, disclosure, the the extra documents that's seen, the um, all of the extra the money. Okay, this is the the layout for the money. You can see how the money is allocated. You can see how much money you need to bring the closing or that's uh, allocated for closing costs, all of that. It's gonna be spread out. You need to inspect this document. You need to actually, if you don't understand things or terms, I mean, it's legalese and it's, it's just like, okay, what does this mean? Reach out to your realtor. If they don't know, you can reach out to the attorney or if you don't get a response back from them, your closing agent should be able to answer those questions. So that's within the three days before closing. All right, so closing the deal, you're getting the keys to your home. That is that day we're at the table. Uh, we are going through, I've been with some fabulous closing attorneys where we're sitting at the table. They're explaining every document. They're explaining how you can pay your loan off faster. I mean, it's just every single thing, explaining every single document. That's what you want and you want to open dialogue so that you can ask all the questions that you want to ask okay so closing here's some just extra tips that I found that will help close that house quickly um, there's digital closing processes I was at a closing recently where most of all I'm telling my client get ready get your hand worked out or whatever you can be signing a lot of documents but the processes for this particular lender most of all of her documents had already been signed digitally so I mean she might have had 10 pages to sign and she was out of there I mean closing done and that's it um, okay another way to close on a house really quickly upfront honest with your lender you want to uh, go ahead and send your money over to your closing agent early. It's different things. Prepare your paperwork up front. So anything that you might need to bring um, or, or have in hand at the very beginning will speed things along, right? Ensuring you have copies of everything. Um, so, all right. Last extra little tip for the closing process when you're sitting at the doc at the table we're signing all the documents we've already gone through everything and it is done you normally get a packet a little folder with all your papers in there make sure you keep those in a safe place um, a lot of the closing agents closing attorneys uh, all of those people are gonna explain to you that you're gonna get you're gonna be getting some documents in the mail you need to watch out for that deed and then you need to go and register for homestead if this is the type of situation that you're in um, so yeah so all those things are set up for you I really hope that this podcast this episode gave you some information that you can use or use <laughs> I like being actionable, guys. I want to listen to something where, okay, this is what the title said it is about. And then I listen to it and then I get something that I can look forward to or something I can write down and say, hey, my professional, hey, you know, I heard this and I want to know more about it, right? This is actionable things. And that's why. I make my podcast 15, I try to keep around 15 minutes um, long, 20 minutes. Now, of course, we might get a little longer, 
once we get people coming on so I can ask them questions and maybe pull out some, some key little details that we can use. Um, but for the most part, I want all of these podcasts to be real. I want you to understand that these are achievable things. They're actionable. You can go out and execute them. And this is the way that it should be. So with that, it is midday uh, today. And I am going to go and get me some good tea. I don't have any. I've been sipping on this water. But um I really hope you guys enjoyed the episode. And please, please, please come back and listen to me again. Uh, This is Nikki B. And I hope you guys have a wonderful day.